Welcome back to Weenus in the Horror's Bath with <laughs> Tevin Pittman, Andy Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Why don't you go with Weenus? I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna go with like leader of the Horror's Bath or something. Or... <laughs> but Weenus in the morning. I love Weenus in the morning. <laughs> Uh, tomorrow, could you get more people named Kristen, Catherine, or Catherine on the I show? I know, right? It's, it's Catherine, good. Catherine, Catherine, Kristen. Yeah, I know. At least there's four Ks. That's true. <laughs> Not yeah. three. All right. Yeah, that's, yeah thank you for that. <laughs> we'll be, yeah. No three K, uh, KKK. Yeah. We'll be right back with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Do-do. Love this song. Yes. It was fantastic. They sounded great. I was was blown away. Dave and I went and saw The Who Mm -hmm. on Friday at XL. And they had an orchestra behind them as well. But Roger Daughtry and... I mean, they all just sounded just fantastic. And his voice, it doesn't well, sound any different. he has got a great voice. Yeah. You know, because, like, sometimes as they age, their voice right, starts yeah. to falter a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, so they can't hit the notes that they used to. He sounded like he did 40 years ago. Say, sounded just like the CSI intro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They That's totally right. should have marketed that. Like, made the Who shirts look like CSI mm-hmm. shirts. Because, like, and I'm, like, thinking... Every single CSI show, I think they used a Who yeah, song much. for their yeah. their intro they music. Did. Every yeah. One of them, yeah, I can't remember which one had which song, no. but we but don't yeah. get fooled again. Yeah, uh, CSI Miami. There we go. Bad news. <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> yep. Uh, bad news for for Tevin. Uh oh. Dang it. Showgirl video opened on Las Vegas Boulevard in 1983 and closed last month, notably because in recent years it had been. Sin City's last remaining peep show. No uh-huh. more peep shows in Vegas oh, when you no. get there. Dang it. No, what is a peep? I don't even know what a peep show is. It's like a strip club, except it's just one woman in a room by herself. Oh, my God. That's depressing. That sounds terrible. I know. Oh, that sounds terrible. They have, terrible. like, you know, you always see in the movies, the guy puts, you know, a dollar in the thing or whatever, yeah. and a little mm-hmm. window pops yep, exactly. up, and yeah. she's, like, in this little room with a glass front. Yep. She's got oh, to do no. this little strip tease until the window comes down. The guy's always like this, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that very last peak. Now, there was one in Times Square. I don't know if it's still there, but there was when I lived in New York. There was one at Times Square. And the reason I know that is because one of your cousins mm-hmm. was in 
And he, I'm walking by, and he comes out and he looks at me and goes, man, don't ever go in there. And I said, why? And he goes, there's a girl in there. Bitch got like an acorn on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be healthy. What, a mole? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess it was a gigantic mole. You almost have to just go in there now to see. Yeah, no, she's a huge acorn mole. <laughs> hey, I'm not into this, but somebody has an acorn somewhere. <laughs> I need to figure out what's going on. How great would that <laughs> like, be? Oh, oh God. God, that was so funny, though. I just started laughing. She's got an acorn on her hand. Uh. Like, okay, well, you know. Dancers perform for tips behind a window, which patrons could open by putting a dollar into the machine. Just what you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. Raymond, no. <laughs> Raymond Pistol. Uh, a guy named doubt Pistol. That's his porn yeah, name. Kind of doubt That's his porn name. surprised it's not Richard Pistol. Dick Pistol. <laughs> yeah, for real. I'm surprised. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, we're not buying the names here. The two owners are a man named Richard Pistol. And a woman named Treasure Brown. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Treasure Brown. <laughs> Treasure Brown, baby. Herself a one-time dancer. No, really? Treasure was a dancer? <laughs> That's her stage name. <laughs> My stage name is Treasure. Uh, a one-time a dancer at Showgirl Video who calls peep show dancers coin-operated girls. Oh, God. I mean, it's That's not sad. completely inaccurate. That's what they were called. Mm-hmm. But it's just sad, isn't it? Yeah, it's oh very my, sad. Oh, break into tears. They had, they had those peep show things at Sex World. Oh, downtown Minneapolis? I don't know if they still have them there, but yeah, they had them. And, oh, God. I hear that there's no nudity allowed at all in Sex World. No, it's not. It kind of sounds like, because, well, I thought, doesn't I, that defeat the purpose? I what? think the girls wore pasties. Um, oh, those are going to spin? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the wow. point? <laughs> as long tassels. as you cover up the nipple, yeah, you cover yeah. up the nipple, it's not considered nudity. Well, oh, right. to me, well, that's just glorious. Well, yeah, because that was like, uh, there was like an MTV Awards or something like that way back in the day where there was, I think it was Lil' Kim had a dress on oh, that yeah, her, her like left boot. breast was that. all out and it, it had like a blue out, yeah. star over oh the God, nipple. And just, did, yeah. I wonder if that happened before or after the Super Bowl halftime show with Janet Jackson. I think it was after. Oh, I wonder if yeah, she was probably. poking fun yeah. at that because that's kind true. of what happened with Janet. When Can you believe people thought that wasn't staged? I, oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, well, um, wardrobe exactly. malfunction. Yeah, I accidentally ripped shirts off. And she all had like this huge star piece on her nipple. Well, not to mention it's like her. Top was basically made out of like plates that were removable easily. Mm-hmm. It's like that's yeah, not clothing. Exactly. That's yeah, although exactly. they do they do do that for uh, that she could have worn like an outfit a, yeah, for when she wore quick. on a tour because for wardrobe changes they got to get them in and out of those outfits oh, yeah, pretty fast. So I'm wondering if she was wearing something she normally would wear on tour. Yeah, and when he went to go, it just came off. <laughs> yeah. But she was wearing something covering up her yeah. nipple, so or whatever it was. Oh, was I, she? It was like a, I don't know if it was a piercing. She had like this metal like star thing yeah, on her nipple. This was back in the SD days, so you couldn't even really. Yeah, so it wasn't high happening. definition. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Poor Justin. <laughs> he's he's did, doing all right. He ripped it off, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you just see they have a snapshot of it, and he's just. <laughs> oh, was that Timberlake? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was Timberlake. Yeah. Okay. You were. It was Dana very reminiscent Jackson. of Dave Chappelle on the very first episode uh, of the Chappelle show when <laughs> that chick was dancing in the car and her boob flopped out and he could just they freeze frame it. He's just looking <laughs> at her Take a gander. That show still is the funniest show in the history of television. Yes, mm-hmm. I still watch it when it's on. That blind white supremacist bit will never be topped by anyone uh. anywhere. It's never going to happen. When I feel down in the dumps, I do watch Dave Chappelle. I do. He oh, and he's getting, so much, he's getting so much flack for his new oh, special. Yeah. It turned off. Oh, my gosh. When they said, like, the what was it, Rotten Tomatoes rated his new special, like, 0%. Yeah. And it's like, are you, are you kidding me? And then they opened it up to the audience, and it was, like, 99%. So is this his third Netflix special? Because he came out with two, like, right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah I think it was, yeah. I think it was, like, I think this is his fourth. Because I think he did, yeah, okay. he had like two right away, and then he thought he did another one. But I'm pretty sure that his. Is like uh, I will watch fourth, it yeah. and let you know. I I think it's awesome that he comes out and he just says whatever the heck yeah, he wants exactly. to. Oh, yeah, and that's, that's why what I find comi- him funny. That's what comedy is about, and mm-hmm. the whole purpose of him bringing in racism and stuff like that into it because he's taking away the power that it has. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like you know, these are just words. You can laugh at it, laugh at it. Right. Don't let it bother you. You, you know? know, anybody. 
that couldn't laugh at that blind white supremacist bit, <laughs> especially the last line in it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But if you don't think that's funny, then you don't think anything's oh, funny. Oh, I know. It he was... finds out that he's black and the divorce is his <laughs> wife because she's a big M lover. <laughs> <laughs> He still had that mentality. How do you even come up with jokes like that? I know. Like, oh, I would have loved to be in like the oh. writer's room of the Chappelle oh, show when they're trying to come up with all the ideas. I know. And Bill Burr con- contributed mm-hmm. to the show. I mean, we had a lot yeah, of comedians. Bill Burr did so. Don, Big J. Oakerson. Donnell yeah. Rawlings was. Yeah, Donnell yeah, Rawlings. Big, he was what was his character's name? Ashy Larry. Ashy Larry. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was Ashy Larry. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's a good guy too. Oh, he's a great guy. Really like, I loved guy. working with him at the House of Comedy, and like people, even years after the Chappelle show, still refer to him as Ashy Larry. Ashy like Larry. you'll see him on, you'll see him on like Twitter, or Instagram, and people like send him like pictures of lotion. And, <laughs> and stuff no, like I know. That. He's been Larry. a little typecast. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But he's funny. the one that said the famous line out of the Chappelle show: "I'm rich, bitch." Because mm-hmm. it was the the scene where the um, African Americans all got their reparations, and he drove up in a truck and they're like oh are you gonna go and quit your job he's like this ain't my job i just bought a whole truckload of cool cigarettes Cool cigarettes, baby. <laughs> he goes i'm rich bitch honk honk <laughs> that's right it was classic an entire semi full of cool <laughs> cigarettes <laughs> see now if you lived in the city you would think that's really really yes, funny you just would funny. i don't know if out you know in the country in the suburbs if that's that funny <clears throat> no it was the Chappelle show was still funny if you're out in the suburbs and even it? that scene yeah that hilarious like that's <laughs> a semi full of cools no. oh god just wonderful i don't know i w- i really wish we could get back to comedy again because these comedians now have to think about every well, if you're going to attack dave Chappelle, like Richard Pryor got attacked, too, mm-hmm. back in the very mm-hmm. first parts of his career. They did not like the fact that he was saying all the things he said, but it changed comedy forever. And then Chappelle came along and changed it again. I knew they'd eventually turn on him. I knew they would because he's so successful now. Oh, he's got to be knocked down a peg. Yeah, and probably because he disappeared for so long that yeah, like the did. industry – heads that are trying to get him to do things that are going to make them money and then he just shows up out of nowhere yeah. gets whatever it was like the hundred and whatever million dollars from netflix and right well didn't he just disappear because his mother died or something right yeah he, he had some personal stuff going on was living in his ranch in like iowa or nebraska right. or whatever and i, and and I think it's because his mother died i think and who could blame him? I mean, here right. the guy's got all the money in the world, got all his fame in the world, and he doesn't have his mother anymore. Yeah, I think it's it, tough to deal with. Yeah, I think he was. It was all kind of crashing in him at once because yeah. Comedy Central yep. was trying to be his creative director for his show, yeah. which he didn't want. This and then his idea. mom died, and dealing with the pressure of what was the backlash <laughs> of it. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm glad he's coming out with these specials because to me, he is our modern day Richard Pryor. Yeah, he There's is. nobody he close, is. and you can tell that he looks at Richard as a mentor in mm-hmm. comedy. And I wish I had thought of the name Negro Domus. <laughs> <laughs> it's also one of the greatest names of Although all Although I did time. like the segments of Ask a Black Dude with Ask Paul Mooney. Ask a Black Dude with Paul Mooney. Yeah. He's a crabby bastard. Yeah. I love him. Does not like white people, Why are you asking me about no. drugs? Ask Bobby and Whitney. Ask Bobby and Whitney about <laughs> drugs. Ask Bobby and Whitney. Yeah, he's very, very funny, too. But Negro Domus, he even wore the hat. You have that big old beret-looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. And he'd always do his predictions, and they were always crabby. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. Oh, that was great. I don't know. That whole... Do you think they'll ever... We'll ever get to the point where we won't attack people because they're funny? I don't mm, know. It's not. getting worse. It is getting worse instead of better. And, and, and I just... Well, I told you... No, I probably haven't talked to you about this. You know the little boy, the six-year-old kid that was saving up his money to go to Disney World? Do you know that story? Oh, yeah. And didn't he, like, buy, like, hot, hot dogs, dogs and gave them to people as they were walking? Yeah. People, uh, evacuees from Dorian. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so I read that story. I was talking about, here's a kid. as a wonderful child. He's got a great heart. And, you know, obviously great parents because, you know, they taught this kid how it, it's supposed to be and all the rest of it. Mm. I got criticized so much. For not bringing up the fact that he was black. Which has nothing to do with the story. Nothing to do with the story. I don't care that he's black. The point is that he's a great kid. Yeah, the the point of the story is that some kid that I would rather go to Disney World than hand out hot dogs to people, but he made that sacrifice and said, for him to save up 
that amount of money probably took a long time. So it's not like it, it was just on the whim. Right. Well, like, not to mention, isn't the the implication there that you would be saying, even though he's black, he's a nice kid. Right. Yeah, it's, I'd never say about that. A white person, obviously, they're going to mm-hmm. do something nice, so you don't have to mention Yeah, that's it, just but. a given. But you're right, mm. and you, Andy. I think you're right. They criticized me because I didn't mention the fact that he was black. But if I had mentioned the fact that he was black, other people would criticize me. Oh you know? yeah, no, you're yeah. It's the damage you do, yeah, damage you, you don't. Win. No, you can't win, which is not helping anybody. Look, I'll say it again. I don't care about race, color, your creed, your orientation, your sex. Or I don't care. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets treated the same, unless you're a prick, and then I'll treat you like dirt. Well, Dave Chappelle's got a 98% on Netflix for it's his new special is called Sticks and Stones. Yeah. And it just says Dave Chappelle takes on gun culture, the opioid crisis, and the tidal wave of celebrity scandals in his – and it was filmed in Atlanta. So I don't know. I, I'm going to watch it. I will watch it. And by the way, if I see you hear one more person refer to themselves as a brown person, I might throw up. Yeah, yeah. That's what's a your, pretty what's obnoxious phrase? phrase. Oh, yeah. Um, Aristotle Onassis. <laughs> no, uh, what? Oh gosh, no. It, don't A-O, think it, AOC. Oh, Aristotle yeah. Onassis. Oh gosh. Cort- Cort- uh, Cortez yeah. something. Yeah, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, not brown. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> Unless like you're it's a brown person. Uh, shut up. God, I hate that so much. <laughs> what I don't understand is they want to label themselves without being yeah. labeled. Right. No, yeah, we want to label ourselves, but we don't want you mm-hmm. to, to put us in a category. Associate us yeah. with that label because we're more than the label that we gave ourselves. I, that doesn't make I don't look at myself as a white woman. You're I a just, person of no color. That's the problem. <laughs> clear. Just blah. You're a clear person. It's pinky. Let's yeah. go with pinky. That's good. You can call me I honky. I don't care. Hon- I love honky. <laughs> I <don't>. Honky's <laughs> my favorite. It's like, um, like with Antonio Brown when he called the general manager of the Raiders a cracker. <laughs> they called him a cracker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is wrong with him? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the insult we go with. I was like, I feel like. Cracker. Yeah. No. Oh, people like, well, tell me you could say cracker. Like. That doesn't sound offensive. Like, I offend myself by calling you a cracker. Well, but the thing about it is, it's a whip cracker. That's where it came mm-hmm. from. People don't realize that cracking the whip is why they were called crackers. Oh, that makes sense. It's not a saltine. No, that's and that's you what think I it was thought. A well, no, I, that's what I always thought. Like, it, oh. oh, because it's white, right? Oh, okay, racist. <laughs> I was like, but I was like, I racist. Like, I was like, but I like saltine crackers. So this is very yeah, conflicting so for call me. Call me a cracker? Oh, you are. <laughs> okay. No, it's a whip cracker. That's where cracker came from. We shall take a break and be right back, right after this, with a woman of no color and and Kevin, (laughs) a a man of color. We got it all covered. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me too? No. (laughs) God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. I still never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't like (laughs) you. 
Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender? This is the reason I came in today. Was to talk about stock. Uh, I've been oh, waiting of for Atlanta? this. Oh man! Oh God, Kostaki, what? Uh, hell, not good. I just, you know, I, Kasaki, I have to ask you a question because you know, quick snaps. Obviously, you've been following the NFL your whole life, all the rest of it. After watching the Bears, the Falcons, and uh, Pittsburgh. Are, are some teams now just not ready to meet the season? What the hell is that? Boy, that's a good question. I, you know, I'm caught somewhere between I've already given up and it's only one game, right? Somewhere in between those two, the truth lies, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know yet. It's, I, the, I mean, it was so bad. So I think the Vikings are better than everyone thinks they are, so that's part of it. But... Yeah, I mean, you can't feel good about the Falcons right now. They well, look Kist- terrible. But, Kostaki, the only thing I'm scared about is that the Vikings only threw 10 passes yeah. for 98 yards. That scares me. Yeah, that's an unusual way to win. But, it hey, really if it's working. You, I mean, they were ahead the whole game. That's yep. what you're supposed to do when you're yeah, ahead is run the right. ball. You're so, right. So, you know, Dalvin Cook, what are you going to do, not give him the ball? It's great. Then you got Dolly Madison. He's good. Oh, man, the Falcons. You've got to be Falcon kidding me. They're terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Did it take you a long time to write that joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like that one's been used many times over the years. I apologize for the skull spanking we gave the Falcons to Kostaki. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. that's really nice of you right didn't there. didn't seem heartfelt at all. <laughs> no, it didn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to Pittsburgh, you guys looked like a oh, dynasty. Jeez. Pittsburgh's yeah, right? horrendous. Oh, Oh, they were bad. Just uh, and those are my two favorite teams, right? The, the Falcons and whoever's playing the Patriots. This is a tough yeah. day for me. I, mean, I, right, I think exactly. you need to find another team. I got. I got to root for some better teams. These teams are terrible. <laughs> Why don't you go? With the only good Patriots. news is that most of the day I watched NFL Red Zone, so I barely saw the Falcons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even ever pop up. It was unbelievable. But... My ad blocker works better than the Falcons' offensive line. <laughs> That's probably true, isn't it? I think the Atlanta soccer team scores more than the Falcons. Sad. A one nil. One nil is just the way it is, huh? Yeah, we're we're, we're tied for last place. Yeah, well, we're tied for first place. One Man, one zero. No big deal. We got the Packers. How did Detroit do? I didn't even check. Tied with the Cardinals. They tied. Oh, it was not a good game to so watch. So you got the Packers and the Vikings. Then you got Detroit at. One, oh, and, yeah, oh, oh, and one. Oh, oh, and one, and then you got uh, Bears. Yeah, it's a pretty Bears good start just... for the Vikes. Yeah, congrats. That's a good situation. Don't try to make up now. It's too late. Oh, they looked great. <laughs> they did. But we can, we can move on to a uh, to a worse team than the Falcons. There's one, at least one. Uh, the Ravens beat the Dolphins 59-10. to 10. Oh, my oh, God, my the knees. Dolphins are horrible. <laughs> and it wasn't that, that close. Oh, yeah, yeah well, I heard... Wouldn't like their whole team like requested trades like immediately oh, yes. after the game. Everybody yeah. wanted to be traded. <laughs> Not for yeah. Me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a lot of players left. The Fox pregame show has a better lineup than the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, Probably true. <laughs> I don't really understand why that happens. I mean, Miami right now, their basketball team, their football team, they still have a hockey team, the Florida Panthers. They're in Miami, aren't oh, they? I have no idea. Yeah, I think so. They all suck. They're all horrible. What is that yeah. all about? You'd think of Miami. I, you know, the Dolphins, man. You, you Think how bad you have to be to embarrass Florida. That's, uh... <laughs> oh, really? Is that how we're going to go there, man? <laughs> I was born in Florida. I got a license here. Florida's got some bad reputations. Teal is embarrassed. Like, this is... <laughs> Teal is Chads em- are embarrassed. <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yeah. I think I've asked you this before, but you weren't born in Tarpon Springs, were you? I was not. I was born in Pompano Beach. Why did I but, ask you that for people who don't know anybody Greek? Uh. <laughs> it is a cool little Greek community, so randomly on the coast right there near... It's not uh, random at all. Sort of near St. Pete, St. Pete Beach. It is not it's, random uh, at all. 
It's great. There's great food there. You can hear Greek spoken on the streets. It's a pretty cool little island of uh, Greeks in the middle of nowhere. A little cool. sponge diving, if you want it. Sponge diving, right. That's why, they, that's why the Greeks moved there. They were sponge divers. Absolutely. Right. Very, very right, cool right. story. All right, so you were born in Pompano Beach. Yeah. I didn't know you were from a rich family. <laughs> he just laughed. Hardly. He that was before, hardly. That was before air conditioning. Can you imagine living oh, in that part God. of the world before oh, there was air conditioning? <laughs> no, I cannot imagine what that must feel like. No, no doubt. You didn't have to be rich then because no one wanted to live there yeah. then. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's, those teams are bad. The 72 Dolphins are rolling over right now near their graves. Yeah, well, a couple are, are in their graves, but we don't want to mention that. <laughs> a, few, you. a few, yeah, a few. Well, Jim Langer's dead, that somebody told me. The center, What's that? The, isn't it, was it Jim Langer? The, the center on the... On the oh, uh, I think Jim you're Langer? right. I think there was a recent... About, uh, the, yeah. Minnesota yeah, boy. That's been a long time ago now. You know? uh, 72, yes. It was a long time, almost, <laughs> yeah, almost 50 years ago already. Isn't that unbelievable? I was a toddler. It's, it's you were a, a toddler? Were you a tall toddler? I think I was. It's yeah, funny. I've had you. two. I, I've had a, I have a giant kid and a, and a tiny kid. So we have the two extremes around you here. You have a giant kid. What does that mean? Well, I mean, she's like 95 percentile on height. Oh, and the other really? kid's like 10. So, yeah, I, I literally have one of each. <laughs> well, that's not a bad plan. It all works out in the end. She's the tall. She's ten now. She's the tallest kid in her class. Really? Know, so she's yeah. <laughs> I was when I was eleven. I was the tallest kid in my class at eleven, and also my voice dropped. So trick or treating sucked. <laughs> Knocking door. <laughs> trick or treat. They're like, get the hell out of here, you creep. <laughs> I thought I was like thirty. That's the thing. They 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 always expect more of you because I think you're older when you're yes. tall, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very right. true. You're absolutely right. About uh, that. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know, correct. Tom, a lot of companies in the Midwest are struggling. They've gone out of business. But in Cleveland, the factory of sadness is still chugging along. <laughs> the factory of sadness. Everybody thought they were going to be so good oh. this year. What happened to that? That's the thing. It's, they they're, they're blowing expectations. They're like your team and my team all these years. Like, just be terrible. Don't tease us. Right. Right. Uh, here's a new category for the Browns. Overrated. We haven't said that ever. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> That's very Titans good. beat the Browns forty-three to thirteen after the game. Oh. Baker Mayfield was taken in for X-rays. Came back negative for dangerous, uh, <laughs> not dangerous. That's nice. Odell Beckham wore a three hundred fifty thousand dollars watch during the game. He's going to get in trouble for that. You can't do uh, that. Yeah, but he and Mayfield still had Casio timing. Oh, uh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you don't get a lot of Casio comedy like you used to. No, I suppose not. <laughs> I suppose that's probably true. Uh, the Browns, I think, are a little bit like showering with a woman. You know, they seem exciting in your mind's eye, but uh, you just end up frustrated and sad and cold and wet. Now I am sad and wet. Or at least sad. <laughs> it's come on. It's one of the most overrated things in the world. Showering. It's just, just not as good as you want it to well, be. Well, that's great news for your wife, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> that's great. I hope she doesn't listen to it. Ask her out. Shower, huh? Great. And that is a universally accepted male thing that we all kind of kind of know is overrated. Showering with your girl. It's never as good as you want it to be. Okay, I want. I'm going to run a test by you and see if you can handle this. Okay, you ready? Sure. What part of the human body is the weenus? <laughs> is it elbow? Yeah, elbow skin. How did you know that? He's it's elbow skin. Yeah, I don't it know. Is Why is that skin. in my head? Damn it. Survey says. Of all the things that I've retained in my life, I'm embarrassed that's one of them. <laughs> well, that's true. I walk in today and I just got Tevin goes, hey, Tom, look at my weenus. I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't think I would like to do that, but, you know. Nice weenus. Nice weenus, Tevin. It's uh, kind of chafed, but well, my, my, <laughs> chafed weenus. Don't talk about like my I ashy weenus. My, weenus. my cat likes to bite my weenus, so. Yeah. That sounds so odd. It really does sound it's odd. It's terrible, but true. It's like one of these Monday childish shows that we have going uh, on. That's really great. funny to me, though. It is very, very funny. The, Juvenile back to the humor. 
And now yeah. the Weenus Stop report. <laughs> All right. Can I do seven Antonio Brown jokes and call it a day? <laughs> I'd love to hear them. Love to hear them. I uh, signed with the Patriots this week. Finally, in answer to the question, how could I possibly hate the Patriots anymore? Oh, what are they going to hire OJ to work the booth? Oh, <laughs> What did it, well, here's the question. What do, what do Antonio Brown and Robert Kraft have in common? Horse. They both had a high-profile release. Huh? Oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, <laughs> Somebody's been working hard. I see what you did there. <laughs> Somebody's been working hard. <laughs> high-profile release. <laughs> I don't want to think about Robert Kraft's release. release. No. So, yeah, yeah. You're, you're welcome. You're I, welcome. I run into him every Christmas. He is about the size of a popsicle. He's small, right? Yeah. He is. He's tiny. Yeah, the yeah. next time you run into him, you better have a popsicle for comparison. <laughs> I was right. You're the size of a popsicle. No, I see him every what is at, the what? what is the Christmas event that has uh, that has Tom Bernard and, and they, a, they go get massages together? It's it's Robert at, Kraft. Dinner at the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach. Oh yeah. He's there every Christmas. <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. And he's always got like 15 really good-looking women with him. Yep. And it makes sense now. <laughs> it makes sense, it makes sense now, sense. exactly. But isn't he's he married? Six billion. Yeah. I know. Oh, six billion. Who doesn't like Ooh. a popsicle? I knew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Imagine that if he's the size of a popsicle. Imagine his weenus. <laughs> Um, well, that's what happened with this whole case with the massage parlor. He, he's worth $6 billion, so he doesn't understand there are some things you're not allowed to pay for. And the <laughs> cops had to break it down for him. We're like, sir, think of it this way. The salary cap on handies is $0. <laughs> Have you been reserving that one just for me? <laughs> I wrote it that week. It's still in my head. It's a great joke, man. It's a great joke. <laughs> Yeah, that and Weenus are still knocking around Weenus, in there. Yeah, Weenus is still in there. You know, yes, I believe that's elbow skin. <laughs> like, how the hell did you even know that? I never knew that. I'm embarrassed. You can usually stump me with trivia, but somehow no, that's in there. I can't. But apparently I cannot. Well, so hopefully Antonio Brown will get his hands on Josh Gordon's stash and chill the F out. Ooh, that would be good. This whole scene. The Raiders were in a tough spot, you know. They were stuck between a rock and a head case. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, I'm not sure what to do with this guy. (laughs) They should change their slogan to just wine, baby. (laughs) Do you think he's going to make it with the Pats? Because I don't. I don't see him making it. I hope not. I hope it blows up in their face. In fact, I hope that he is to the Patriots what the proton torpedoes were to the Death Star. I hope he (laughs) destroys them. Okay. From the inside. Yeah, that works. That works for me. Uh, this season, the Raiders signed Antonio Brown, Vontez Perfect, and Richie Incognito. You can't bring a bunch of skunks into your kitchen and then bitch when it's smelly in there. Like, yeah, no kidding. What do you think was going to happen? They didn't know they signed Incognito. Jesus. Incognito is still there. And so is Perfect, who was apparently like the go-between. He was the peacekeeper with Antonio Brown. That's how you know how off the farm that guy is. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, um, I don't know, this whole situation. And now uh, Terrell Owens and O.J. Simpson have both given public advice to Antonio Brown. Oh, if that's God. not proof, it's time to get your act together. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. That's true. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, and according to reports, Brown called Mayock a cracker. Is that the, is that, that's proof of white privilege. That's the worst thing you can call a white guy, cracker? <laughs> I know. Crackers you know are what, delicious. No, no, it's not that kind of cracker. <laughs> See, you can could, you tell I grew up in the ghetto. No. I'm the only guy that knows this. Uh, to call a white person a cracker means you're calling them a whip cracker. Mm-hmm. A whip? Oh, that is a little darker. I didn't yeah, know that. That's a lot darker than a than a saltine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot darker than yeah, a saltine. That's, uh, baby. that's got. God. There's more story there than I knew. All yes, right. Well, a, you, well, you're you're like I grew up in a black neighborhood. What's the worst thing you were called when you were a kid? Tom, Uncle Tom, hmm. Uncle Tom. Well, that's perfect for you. How do you Actually, not call you that? to tell you the truth, <laughs> I and I'm not, people think I'm nuts, and I I'm not telling the truth. I have never even been in an argument with a black person. Ever in my life. Really? No, it just wow. didn't happen. It wasn't like I avoided it or or they avoided it. We just it just didn't happen. I don't know why. So I'm gonna argue with Tevin after the show. 
You should have, you should have Christmas dinner with Antonio Brown. <laughs> calm him down. Antonio, you got to calm down. Antonio, honestly, yeah. Oh, what are you going to do? Uh, so, yeah, I hope it blows up in their faces. But right now, that team's good, man. Oh, yeah, well, yucky. it does now. Yeah, he's a hell of a talent. You can't take that away from him. All right, so I'm rooting for the Vikings. They look great. Why not? Okay, cracker. Never throw the ball. <laughs> I'm going to call you a Greek cracker. Thank God for no Delvin Cook. Oh, yeah. We're not going to throw Cook. the ball yeah, much. Well, yeah, yeah, there's no reason to throw the ball when he's breaking that's off That's fine. Like 50 good defense, good running game. That's old school football. Why it not? Is, it is old school. You're absolutely right. I like it. It's nice to have you back this season, Pally. It's a pleasure to be back. I hope my team uh, isn't as terrible uh, next week as no, they were no, this no, week. That's but, a one uh, deal. When are you coming either way, to, I'll be you, talking about it. When are you coming to Acme? Um, I don't have a booking now. I just did it somewhat recently, but I will be back. I love that place. Get off your ass and be here when I'm here. <laughs> that never happens. I know. Well, no, you, you came you down to Treasure are, Island with us. That was good. That's true. Did Treasure Island, and you also uh, gave me a check at Bar La Grassa after you bought me lobster and eggs. So I always have that. <laughs> that's exactly right. You'll always have that. <laughs> All right. I have to go scratch my weenus. <laughs> <laughs> Bite my weenus, Vikings fans. <laughs> <laughs> Bite my weenus. Bite my skin on my elbow. That's real nice. All right, Kostaki, we'll talk to you next week in a much brighter day, I bet. Let's do it. All right, enjoy the win, Vikings. We'll talk soon. Thanks a lot. Kostaki Economopolis and Quick Bye. Snaps. We'll be back with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me. Having a coach keeps you accountable, and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. It's getting near dark. God, I love this song. Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. Lead guitarist. It's getting near dark. <laughs> um, I'm trying to play. Ginger Baker was a drummer. Come on. Eric Clapton. There he goes. <laughs> I was going to say George Harrison. I'm like, no, that's not him. God, I still have a little bit of a cough left from these allergies, man. No, but Grant Grant from Sartell wanted you to know there is a town called Sugar Tit, South Carolina. Sugar Tit, And he Carolina. found it on a map, and he's like, Tom has to know. <laughs> Tom has to know there's a Sugar Tit. Yeah. You know where that's from? The movie Joe. Joe. You ever see the movie Joe with, with Peter Boyle? Joe. Plays, is that plays. the movie with the big gorilla? No. <laughs> but that's called Joe, too, I think. Okay. This one's about a redneck construction guy. Who meets a rich white guy, and they're, they're, it's back in the hippie days. Oh, uh, okay. So mm. uh, I think the rich white guy had killed somebody, and he befriends Joe to try to blame him for the murders. I, I don't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. But the rich guy's sitting at a bar in this kind of rundown area, and Peter Boyle playing the Joe is sitting at the bar, and he's like, the kids these days, they're unbelievable. They don't do anything. They don't have a job. And as far as, you know, behavior, 
sugar tit all the way. <laughs> That's where that comes. Well, a sugar, you know what a sugar tit is? Do you know what that is? Gavin? Yeah, it's, isn't that where like they put sugar on the end of a nipple to keep a baby from um, fussing? Yeah, well, they used to take a cloth. Like a, like a handkerchief and pour a little sugar and then tie it up and it would be in the form of like a ball so they'd suck on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there actually was a sugar too. Yes, give your kids sugar to calm oh, them yes. down. Okay. <laughs> yeah, why did they think that? <laughs> I don't know. I'll just kill the kid. What do you think? Uh, well, hey, I people don't believe me, but it's true. Back in the day when there were pilot lights on stoves, I have seen more than one mother in North Minneapolis hold blow out the pilot light and hold their kid over the gas flow <laughs> to put it to sleep. Oh. That had to be good for you, I would think, oh, huh? Well, oh, there time. have been nights, man, when you have all oh, that. Nice. You <laughs> can't sleep. You're so sleep deprived. You're willing to do anything, I think, at some point. One of my favorite things of all time, though, is I heard about this over the weekend. It was a friend of mine's kid's birthday, right? Little little kid. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to go over to his parents' house, grandma and grandpa's house. They walk in, and there's a shot clock. In other words, when that hits two hours, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Those little kids, they get a little wound up and rambunctious. And apparently, uh, Grandpa had some age on him. He's like, "No, no, you could be here for like two hours. That's it. When the shot clock goes off, you gotta go." It's a good idea, actually, don't you think? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I've been around like my little nieces and nephews, and I'm like, "Yep, oh, yeah. I got a certain amount of time yeah. that this is okay." And then There's I just don't want to talk to you ever it's again. It's nonstop. Yeah, <laughs> it is nonstop. I tell you what, when Fawny gets wound up, holy Hannah. She can get moving. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's great about being grandparents is that they can go they home. They do go home, yeah. <laughs> yeah not when you're a parent. You have them 24-7. We're at dinner on Saturday night, and Fawny was Fitz, her, Andy's godfather, and Alex's mm-hmm. godfather, and Betsy, the godmother, gave Fawny a blow-up crown. Like an inflatable crown. She thought that was the greatest thing ever, that she now has a crown. Well, of course. Oh, for A little princess. Yeah. Oh, That'll beat you to death. Yeah. Beat you to death. Hey, you are your grandpa's little granddaughter, aren't you? That's really nice. That's really good. I don't know where she got that. I have no idea. Yeah, I would say it's amazing the things that kids will pick up, like just hearing oh, yeah. once randomly, and now all of a sudden that's their new thing they say all the time. No, they're you sponges. Would, mm-hmm. You guys would yep. love this hmm. because I used I used to say it, but you know you you don't even think about it mm-hmm. saying it because it's an old Howard Cosell thing. But Fawny was running through her house, and she slipped and fell, and she's on the floor, and she goes. Down goes Frazier. Because <laughs> I've said it in front of her so many times. She now, as a three-year-old, says, down goes Frazier. I was like, whoa, that's weird. Well, at least she's using it in an appropriate yeah. context. She fell down. She fell down, down, goes goes down goes Frazier. It's so weird to hear a little kid say that. I right? know. Yeah. She has no idea what the hell it means. No. Bit of a dated uh, reference. I know. Yeah. You yeah. say things around kids you don't realize you say, and then they pick it up. Oh, yeah. It, you know, I remember all three of my boys, they would, probably around the age of, like, one and a half, they would drop something and be like, God dang it. Or, and I'm just exactly. like, oh, that totally came for me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, because I do that all the time. You just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Well, they were telling me that Fawny, that uh, their new dog, May, mm-hmm. is very affectionate. Like, so apparently... May would not stop licking Fawn's face. And she goes, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, I was just saying that last oh, week. My, that? my yeah. seven-year-old just did that the, yeah, the right. same week. We were watching a Jesus. movie and something happened. And he was like, Jesus. <laughs> like, don't say that. Yeah, don't be saying that. So what are you doing? Oh, oh there's no doubt things about Things kids it. say. I tell you what, though, that is one thing I love about it. One time, the little fella sitting to my left over there, <laughs> Andy and Alex. Andy's like six and Alex is four. They're uh-huh. under the deck out on the farm. And apparently they had stolen some cheese. And they were going to eat the whole thing, brick of cheese under the deck. <laughs> and Catherine walks out on the deck and he, she hears Andy say to Alex, don't you just love Clobby Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Clobby Jack cheese. Oh. Yeah, Colby Jack, Clobby. Well, Clobby, yeah, you know, it all works out in the end. 
Now that's the deal with little kids, man. I, I, I some people do not like little kids, and I don't understand that at all. Yeah, some I, people. No. I don't know. Some people just don't have that parental instinct. I, I mean, guess. You know, it's you don't have you don't have to have children to like children. I mean, yeah, and it, and it depends on like what stage the little kid is at. Like, mm-hmm. I suppose. Like, yeah. like I've had a, I have a nephew that he when he was like three or four years old where he's like old enough where he doesn't need to be taken care of all the time but like we can go to the park and like wear matching outfits and hit on girls like <laughs> that's the fun stage of little kid to have I don't want to have like the crying yeah. like, no. newborn newborn no yeah see some people can't handle newborns or some people don't even want to hold a newborn that don't have because they don't have kids and they're just they're too scared to hold a newborn like they're gonna break it oh no like holding a baby that's like the best part it's the stuff that comes with like all the crying that you have to deal with in late nights that's the unattractive Mm. part but then the upside of that is that I remember about three three weeks ago Fawny or maybe a month ago Fawny was eating a chocolate chip cookie and I said Fawny that looks delicious and very sincerely she goes you can have the rest, Bob. Bob. Aww. That part I she love about sharing. little kids. She yeah. was sharing. It was just so incredibly sweet. I was just telling Dave the other day, my oldest son Jackson, who is autistic, um, so he goes into great detail when mm-hmm. he tells you something. So if you say one word, he can give you a half hour dysentery <laughs> it on, on it. Yeah, but I remember yeah. he saw a toy on TV, and he was like. I have to have this toy, and he wanted it for Christmas, and he had to give me a sales pitch on it, you know. So I sat for 20 minutes on the sales pitch of why he needed this toy, all of its mm-hmm. functions and everything, oh, and yeah. at the very end, he looked at me seriously and said, but batteries are not included. <laughs> and it was the cutest thing. you cough up, sister. Oh, it was the cutest thing that ever. I'm just like, oh, he really absorbed it. And then That's one time... <laughs> When he was probably about two years old, he wanted to know what Easter was. So I went through oh, the whole yeah. Easter story and, and told him. And I said, you know, Jesus loves you. And he goes, I love Cheez-Its, too. So the whole time, he thought <laughs> Jesus and Cheez-Its were the same thing. They are. So, they actually are. Yeah, it's just funny how kids grasp things, but how they can jumble things up, mm-hmm. like Clobby Jack. Clobby Jack. So the whole time we were talking. So when we would go to church, he thought we were talking about Cheez-Its. Right. Che- Nabisco. <laughs> Cheez-Its. He's like, why is there? Everyone praising Cheez-Its. <laughs> praise Cheez-Its. I do love Cheez-Its, though. They I are good. They are, I can't have them anymore, but... You know, thinking about that, it's kind of interesting. They allowed Nabisco to call the cracker that, because mm-hmm. it was a pretty religious back... To, just Cheez-Its sounds too much like Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of surprised yeah. they even let him use that name. And you could see why a two-year-old would mix the two oh, up. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just so cute how the whole time he thought I was talking about the cracker right. and not Jesus. <laughs> God, yeah. There's a a thing on Amazon Prime right now. It's called Classic TV Commercials. Oh. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's a... Have you seen it, Andy? I'm aware of it. There's a cap that has a thing sticking out of it, like a post sticking up. And then on that, there's a streamer. And the whole game is to whip your head around. Oh, yeah. To make, have you seen that? I've, I've seen that, yeah. How do you not vomit? <laughs> Some of the stuff, like, even, like, looking back at, like, toys when I was growing up, yeah. it's like, those were, like, what, that, no way that could be a thing I now, mean, like... Look how much fun I'm having. Like, well, I what? remember that one thing they had where you put it, put it around your ankle and mm-hmm. you would then you and skip it over it. Pop, yeah. Was it called skip it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that thing and it even counted how many times mm-hmm. it went around. So it was well, kind of like a the very best thing of all. Yeah, but whipping your head around. around not. Yeah, what, what is this? <laughs> Andy knows of? the jingle. So. <laughs> it's your very best score. What was you that one that always that was brutal on your calves? Or your shins. Oh, you're talking about like the Razor scooters? No, not the Razor scooter. It was a ball with like a plastic rim around it that you would... It was like a pogo ball. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, that what? was... Yeah, it I was just like a... it was called a, a pogo ball. It was like a... I don't a, even a, know. Uh, you know yes, yes, it was. A pogo, pogo ball? ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a... You know the playground balls yeah. that you use for like dodgeball that made yeah. that ding sound mm-hmm. at when it hit you? It had something like that, but it had like Like this, a platform that so you would like try like and jump on. it looked like the planet Saturn. That's yep. what it looked like. And you oh, would, okay, all right. You would kind of, you would put it down, and then you'd kind of, and then you'd have to balance and start bouncing, but, oh, like, you would okay. always slip, and it would scrape the heck on your shin. That and the that... slip and slide with the stakes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. Or the, the worst was in gym class, like, those little square 
scooter. Oh, like, I love that where you go like this. Yeah. Or, no, not even like the ones where you go like that, where it was just like literally like a square with four wheels on yep. it, and you just roll around and you <laughs> smash your fingers into other people. <laughs> and, oh, it was it was a war zone out there. A terrible idea. We had the ones where you'd go like this, and it would make the scooter move, and mm-hmm. you'd just do like races in the gym. Shake class. your ass to move it. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You, so they got the handles. Yeah. Like they had them at the roller rink. Yeah, you'd it, go like this. Yeah. And oh, like just that. the motion okay. would get, get uh-huh. momentum to go. Oh, yeah, they kind of did go that way. Okay, yeah, I remember those. Yeah. yeah, those were fun. So i got to tell you this last commercial, because we only got a couple minutes left, but there was a commercial. Uh, guy's shaving, and his wife comes in, and she's wearing like an evening gown at the house for some reason. And she goes, here, dear, here's your coffee. And he takes a sip, and he looks in the mirror and goes, how can someone so pretty make such horrible coffee? <laughs> and they show her in the back, and she's like tearing up Aww. over the car, right? So then she goes, and Mrs. Olson comes in. Mrs. Olson was the Folgers coffee, mm-hmm. you know, expert or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the richest kind. It's mountain grown, right? So the next day, she walks up to him with a new cup of coffee, and he's shaving again, and she says to him, "Here, sir, here's your coffee." Calls her husband, sir. Oh. Okay. So she goes around the corner. She's like, she got this look like, God, I hope he likes it. I don't want him to be disappointed. You know, it's doing that. Mm -hmm. And he sips it. And he says, how can someone so pretty make such great coffee? And she tears up again with this big smile like, oh, he's happy. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine Catherine for one minute thinking that that's a good idea. Oh, jeez. I mean, seriously, that that had to be from the 50s, I would think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find some of the pictures that I had. We went, oh, I went right to it. Um, we had, we went to the Volo Museum, Volo Museum in Chicago, which is mm-hmm. a classic car. And they have, like, the Batmobile and they have oh, all yeah? these... You know, but they had these old advertisements, and they were so sexist. And, and these are oh, from like yeah. the forties oh, and fifties. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like she, <laughs> Christmas morning, she'll be happier with a Hoover, and it's got a lady. She's re, she's got a brand new vacuum cleaner because. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine giving Catherine a vacuum. But cleaner. like, so, your wife can blame herself if she. If she loses love by getting middle-aged skin, there and you it's go. palm olive. I mean, there it's like go. some of the some of the ones yeah, they had. You might as well be like, getting her like an elliptical oh. machine or a treadmill. Like, I wonder. There was, when I was when I was growing up, my dad was like trying to put together a home gym, and he wanted to buy like an elliptical machine. And like my mom was like, "Oh yeah, like let's get one." And it was around Christmas time, and he's like, "Tevin." I think I'll just get the elliptical machine for your mom for Christmas, oh, and because we'll all use it. And I was like, "That that sounds like the worst That's idea." Not a good plan. <laughs> See, I like getting a plan. I I get excited when I get like mm-hmm. a vacuum cleaner. I don't know why I'm cheesy like that, but like this one's my favorite. It's a baby. Okay, and it says, "Gee, Dad, you always get the best of everything, even Marlboro." <laughs> oh, a little cigarette, actually, a little bit. <laughs> it's a cigarette. So yeah, the baby's trying to promote uh, smoking. But yeah, like some of these ads, I was like, "Oh, geez, I don't think that." Um... Not gonna fly. To oh, me here, <laughs> blow her. Let's see, blown her face, and she'll follow you anywhere. And it's a guy blowing cigarette smoke in a girl's face. So <laughs> nice. That's how I pick up girls at the bar. <laughs> I know it's like some of these ads, and I'm like, "How was that a thing?" But, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whole yeah. different world back then. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna do it. We'll see you tomorrow with the family. Yeah.